Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're chatting about a few lessons we've learned negotiating with brands. If you're learning how to negotiate with brands, this podcast episode is for you. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what scared you most about first working with brands? I was just so worried I was going to like fail. I was like so worried I was going to do a bad job, especially if they were paying me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're paying me to do a job. And like, I'm like so paranoid that you're going to hate the photo that I took, like to the point that I would just agonize over it every single day. Like anxiety is fun, you guys. <laughs> but like, it's a lot better now. But at first I was so anxious. Like I think I've told the story of my Sephora collab like years back. I agonized over those photos for I don't know how many hours. I'm pretty sure I cried, which I know is like really dramatic. But I was just so overwhelmed. I was like, what if they hate it? They're going to hate it. Like I don't. And it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Um, I think one thing that really scared me, especially like when I started doing those gifted brand partnerships, um, I think a big thing that like I really questioned was just like my value as a creator. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, like are they, you know, you're questioning everything, right? Like, okay, sure they want to work with me, but like am I the right fit? Like am I going to be able to like provide the right photos? Um, am I, I just questioned everything. I literally was yeah. like, why would a brand want to work with me? Um, and so, yeah, I just think like that value piece was definitely – definitely kind of like a big stressor yeah it's stressful because you don't like I don't know it's like you don't you don't know like you also like there at the time there wasn't many resources about like saying like creators are valuable like we were told like not to charge a lot if we did charge at all so it was definitely a stressful time for sure so I know but a lot I mean now we've been working with brands for years now I think I started my first gifted like big campaign started in like 2016. So it's been like, oh my gosh, 2016. It's been like a handful of years. And then 2018, I started doing like more paid partnerships. 2018 was the first time I brought in a four figure brand partnership. And like, that was like such a big deal. Oh Oh my gosh. It was just like such a big deal. So now I would say in like the last four years, I've been consistently like working with brands in like a paid capacity and I feel like okay I think this is like enough time working as a creator and influencer where it's like okay I've learned quite a bit working with brands yeah and I think like for me when I first started I've shared this story before like my first 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 brand collaboration was a small company that just offered to send me earrings or send me jewelry and I like freaked out and I was so excited and I said yes and they were earrings and I don't have my ears pierced so that was a really fun thing to navigate I spent hours like trying to pose with these earrings that I couldn't even use and oh it was a time it was very stressful and then like slowly as I started to get more collaborations it was really cool to kind of get to see the opportunities that came in and the kinds of brands that I was able to work with as early on as I was Um, but it was definitely very stressful like as I started taking on those partnerships because I was just so worried like Emma said like what am I is this you know questioning your worth like what am I worth like is this okay like and not really knowing what to do and how to navigate it and then being really worried about asking 
for money. Yeah. <laughs> I was so worried, which actually kind of leads to lesson number one. Um, one of the lessons that we have learned when we're negotiating br- with brands is that you're not going to lose the partnership if you ask for more, because the worst thing that can happen if you ask the brand for money is that they say no, or if they say no, like, or this is out of your budget, you'd get to decide whether to walk away or if you want to move forward with a brand partnership, because like at the end of the day, they will probably, unless they say like, hey, we want to do this for free. And then you're number is like 50 times higher than like whatever even if they say like a hundred bucks and you say like actually my rate for this would be five thousand like I'd say that those are the few cases where they'll ghost you but most of the times they'll just try to come back and negotiate with you even in those cases when I've come back and I've said no my rate is actually this they've come back and said well could we make this work and I'm like no yeah and I think that's a big thing right I think one of a big reason why people are like oh my gosh I'm so scared that I'm going to lose this or they're never going to work work with me again. I think like once you recognize that once you start working with brands and you want to work with brands and you want to make this a revenue stream, you realize that like brand partnerships, there's going to be more. There's there yeah. statistically right to say that you're never going to have another brand partnership again is incorrect because the influencer industry is a billion dollar industry and chances are if you're getting reached out to by brands, even if it's for gifted partnerships, you're on people's radars. You're coming up right as a creator or influencer in that specific city, in that region, in that niche. And so I think it's like really important to remember that like when you're negotiating, like you're you're not going to lose the partnership, even if you realize that you're not going to work together, right? Like once you remove that fear, I think it becomes a lot easier to like ask to be paid. So lesson two, number two, you guys, um, another lesson we've learned is that learning how to ask for money just takes some practice. If asking for money feels uncomfortable at first, that is okay. Learning how to ask for money is a part of the negotiations process. And the more you ask, the more comfortable you'll feel asking for money. And I, I think society, we've talked, chatted about this before, right? Like in society, I think especially like women and women of color are like not conditioned to speak about money openly. So it feels uncomfortable saying, hey, like, you know, I'm going to ask for X for this campaign or whatever that may be, or this is what I'm factoring in as I'm building up my pricing. But what you learn along the way and what you learn with practice is that literally even just asking like, hey, can you let me know the budget for this campaign, right? Like that will help you feel more comfortable with asking. So- Yeah. And if this really scares you, I always recommend, again, the How to Negotiate Paid Collaborations course. Um, If you really don't know the words to say and you're so intimidated about like how to ask, I do really recommend that course because there's like 12 email negotiation templates and it like brings you through different scenarios and like how to reply to it. Yeah, because it it does. It takes time to get comfortable with that. And like I said, at the beginning, I was so nervous that I like felt like I was going to cry sometimes if I was asking people for money because I didn't feel like I was worth like so it was just it was a lot and it was a lot to overcome but it is something that is also just going to help you in your day-to-day life like recognizing your value I'd say like there's many things where I'm like just don't like force yourself to do something if it's scary but like there are some times where especially in this case like it's so important for you to learn your own value and learn how to like ask for money even like in your nine to five, like learning how to ask for a raise, learning how to ask for a raise at work, like learning how to set boundaries, like learning 
to ask for those things is a really useful life skill. So the earlier you start it, I would say it can be really valuable in all parts of your life. Yeah. And I think like a secondary tip for this, right? Even if you know this brand is going to say no, like just end the conversation with like, hey, like may you just please share the budget for this campaign? I'd like love you know, to hear what you have have in mind. And then hopefully we can like find a rate where, you know, both both parties can agree. Even if even if you know they're going to say no, just ask just so you get the practice. Exactly. And then lesson number three is to learn how to communicate via email because it helps you negotiate better brand partnerships. One of my like favorite places to go for email advice is outreach.io. Like they're like a they're it's like an email platform thing for like bigger corporations, but their blog is so helpful. They do so many studies on like what subject lines like actually like deliver the most responses because like that's what their whole company is about. So that blog has like a ton of great resources on different ways to like up your subject lines and like make them more creative and actually get someone to click on them and respond. Like following up is also huge because like you need to make sure that you're like, because one email is so easy to get missed. If you just follow up one or two more times and even tools like uh, Streak that I highly recommend, um, it's like a free Gmail integration that also you can schedule out emails to send. Like you can schedule out even just with Gmail, you can schedule out email follow up so that you don't forget using a pipeline management tool like there's a ton of things that I could get into that I'm just not going to overwhelm you guys with today. But there are so many great email tips that maybe we should just do an episode yeah. on that. I think that would be really helpful. Mm-hmm. But just having that is also just a great tool to have under your tool belt as well for jobs. <laughs> All right, you guys. And lesson number four about a few lessons that we've learned working with brands is that it is okay to walk away. If you and a brand cannot meet in the middle for money, number of deliverables, exclusivity, and more, don't be afraid to walk away. If you're an influencer, blogger, or content creator trying to make your side hustle a business and don't have to say yes to every opportunity, then you can say no, especially if it's still like a side hustle and you are working part time or you have a nine to five where you're able to pay rent or your mortgage or your bills, right? You can actually be a little bit pickier. And again, like even if it's paid, like, and you find that it's like still too many deliverables for like what they're offering, you can still walk away. You should be saying yes to opportunities that make sense for your brand and business. And it should feel good to you when you are saying yes to those to those opportunities coming in your way. Um, one example I gave, and I don't know, I actually think I said it in, in Kristen's podcast on the Social Scoop podcast. Um, last year, I had a brand partner reach out that I had worked with before, and they wanted me to do like a brand ambassadorship opportunity. And it was for four like four flights of content. So like one flight of content per quarter. And they were offering me $9,000 for the year. The thing is like, if I had agreed to this brand partnership, like exclusivity would have only be, you know, for the month after. So I would have four months of exclusivity, exclusivity total. It literally like did not make sense because of like the opportunity cost. And I was I spoke with the influencer agency three times on the phone. And I was like, I cannot agree to this rate. Yeah. I, I can't. I was like, maybe I would do two posts. I was like, but with the exclusivity in this specific category, I 
I was like, even at $9,000, like I can't. And they were like, well, this is like the fixed rate for all influencers. And I was like, that's, that's fine. Like I understand like that's how the brand wanted to budget, but like I, I can't agree to this. Yeah. So for me, I ended up saying no, like please keep me in my, they literally guys, I talked to this agency three times and I was like, just increase the rate. Like yeah. that's all I'm asking for. Um, and I know it sounds crazy. Like you turn down $9,000, but again, like, it's like it, knowing your value and yeah. knowing your worth and like recognizing that like this was not going to be worth your not just your like t- it's not even like your time it's like you are then turning away other brands yes. because of that and so like y- you just learn that over time yeah and again like you you know negotiating is a, a skill and with time you gain more confidence with it and with time you gain more confidence in saying no again to opportunities that might not make sense even if they're paid um so know that that's just like a skill that you keep practicing so thank you guys so much for listening to today's mini-sode if you enjoyed this mini-sode please make sure to rate review and recommend the podcast to a friend and if we haven't connected on instagram yet you guys can find us at emma's edition at mad cray and at content creators podcast make sure that you sign up for our email newsletter and join our facebook group and we will see you guys next time bye